Hello, this is Christy Bates of Oxford, Mississippi. Welcome to episode 103 of the Deep South Dharma podcast being released Sunday, December 6th, 2020. This is a brief reflection today taking taken from a recording at our Saturday morning practice group. If you ever want to join us live, you can find the link to do that at deepsouthdharma.org. We meet Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Time. The topic today has to do with the inspiration, really, that I have found in talking to people who are utilizing their current circumstances um, to utilize life as their teacher, and um, and also how that practice it cultivates patience in the sense of patience as a loving kindness practice toward the self rather than patience as a waiting game so i hope you will find that useful and then um, i just want to briefly mention that if you like so many others are growing concerned about people who are already struggling to meet basic needs and who will continue to struggle to meet basic needs over the next few months. If you want an outlet to for that compassion that you can feel really good about, I suggest you check out BuddhistGlobalRelief.org. They are well-versed in this work and a huge percentage of your support goes directly where you would want it to go. Only a small fraction is uh, utilized for overhead. So check out BuddhistGlobalRelief.org as an outlet for your generosity to those in need. One source of strain for us as human beings is this tendency of ours to sort of lean toward um, a future situation or a future time when the mind tells us we'll feel better, that things will just be better. And that's no more true than in a time where expected changes sort of seem to be on the cusp, just over the horizon. And so I think about Um, whether it is, here it is, you know, December 4th, 5th, whatever it is, and the sort of the the talk of New Year already starting, you know, changes in uh, governmental administration, vaccines on the way, that sort of thing. The, The closer change appears to be, the more there can be this strain of, of leaning forward toward a moment, um, that we don't exist in yet. And so um, that has been on my mind a lot lately. And uh, I was talking with a young man this week. One of my favorite things about the life I get to lead is just hearing people's innate wisdom in response to how they are dealing with life at all times. I enjoy that, but particularly now 
in the times that we're in. And one young man that I was speaking with this week, the way that he's been working with himself reminds me of a talk I heard years ago. I wish I could remember who used the phrase, but a talk about taking life as our teacher. And um, he, he shared with me that, you know, for the last number of years, five or 10 years, a lot of his life had been focused on travel and experiences. Um, he'd had some disappointments early on in life and kind of in his healing from that sort of came to a place of recognizing uh, gratitude for how much it was in his power to give himself um, certain experiences and um, travel and all that that didn't didn't depend on any other particular person and then um, then come the pandemic and you know not being able uh, not being safe or even allowed, you know, in certain other places in the world. And he really has taken a deliberate attitude of using the pandemic to see what it is in him that needs to be, you know, sort of restrained or, or renewed or cultivated. Um, he just a really deliberate attitude of, okay, I'm in this situation and using life as his teacher to see, you know, what he needs to see about himself. And so he has been using these last number of months um, as a time to nurture and deepen a few relationships that that had, he's always appreciated, but, you know, while he's been busy doing other things, um, or in, in many cases, busy looking forward to the next trip, looking forward to the next thing and not deepening the relationships that were in his life on a day-to-day -day basis as much. So he has been doing that, been deliberately um, increasing his time for study, studying things that he's interested in, uh, for cultivating introspection. And what he shared that he is hoping is that, and expecting, suspecting, is that when the time does come that he'll get to travel again or to have other kinds of experiences, that he... He, he believes he'll enjoy them just as much, but that there'll be less of a sense of dependence on those experiences for his well-being. That instead of spending, you know, weeks at a time or months at a time sort of looking forward to the next big thing, that he won't be dependent on those big things to have, um, you know, that he'll be able to enjoy more fully even the experience of having something to look forward to, like really enjoying that as a present moment experience in and of itself. Um, so that was really, you know, really interesting to, to hear about that. And, you know, I, I, one of my daily readings, you know, I, I think I shared last week that I've been using a, um, a daily reader that the Abayagiri Monastery puts out called Beginning Our Day. It's volume one of those readings. And there was a, um, um, a topic around patience, working with uh, patience as it shows up as a, as a way of practicing loving kindness toward ourselves. And um, the way that this young man, I want to share this one paragraph of this, the way if I if I can get it to pull up, that this young man approaches this um, was the sense of patience, not in terms of, not in terms of waiting 
for the next thing of I'm going to be with this, I'm going to practice being with this until it changes. But I am here to be with this circumstance as it is, period. Um, and the reading takes this from a, from a teaching of Ajahn Sachito's about this. And um, now, of course, due to the reality of impermanence, you know, we can know things will change. I mean, that's, it's not that, it's not that in deepening patience in this way that we're trying to pretend things won't change, but we are deliberately um, intending to sort of withdraw our attention from that eventual change, sort of trusting, relaxing, knowing change will come. Um, and staying here because the other the flip side of this thing of of what our hopes for the future are is when we get into that it's very easy for the mind to flip into fear fear of what it will be fear that what I'm picturing won't happen all that kind of thing and so that it's just um, you know fear and hope in the sense of hoping for particular outcomes particular circumstances um, can be not very fruitful for for our development. And so this deliberate intention to uh, practice kindness toward yourself in your experience right this minute and um, making space for what needs attention. And, you know, just like when we, when we think about when we are um, responding to the grief of a friend, we might know and trust that they will feel better at some later time. We usually don't find it very skillful when they are in the very depths of their grief to say that, to say, oh, you'll feel better later, you know, unless they specifically ask for that reassurance. Sometimes people do want that from us, but other times it just lands, you know, in a really clunky way if we try to rush that. And so um, we can be that way with ourselves, being patient with where we are, being patient with our circumstances and not being focused on what it's going to be like later. And um, the idea here is allowing ourselves, you know, in, in the Buddha teaching the four foundations of mindfulness, there is a refrain that comes up over and over again where he speaks of abiding independent of anything in the world. And, you know, with my young friend that I was speaking with this week, you know, I think that is, that is the noble intention he is working toward. I want to be able to enjoy my experiences and I want to abide independent. I don't want to depend on those for, um, for a chance to feel good. So, um, so giving yourself, um, a minute to, to reflect on, it, it may not be about patience, but to reflect on what for you is, uh, is there a sense that your life is teaching you at this time? In what way is your life working with you uh, during this time? So we'll give ourselves a minute for that.
If you are interested in helping to relieve hunger and starvation, both domestically and internationally, visit BuddhistGlobalRelief.org. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Deep South Dharma Podcast. We hope you'll feel welcome to share this with anyone you think would find it useful. And as always, feel free to message us your feedback, questions, or topics of interest. Until we meet again, take good care of this body, mind, and heart.